Hey guys, what's going on? This is the Christian Morrison Show podcast I'm putting together for the Rapid City Black Hills area. I am a real estate agent here in the area. Um, my name is Christian Morrison. Obviously, the name is Christian Morrison Show. Um, and I'm doing this podcast basically for local business owners, local leaders, local innovators in the area for you to be able to get to know them on a more real level, figure out who those people are in our area. And also, there'll just be some entertainment, some real estate stuff, things like that involved in this podcast. I really appreciate you tuning in. And every time I'll have different guests, I'll have some repeat guests, things like that. I love your feedback on it. And I love anything, um, anybody that you think I should interview on here, anybody, any topics you want me to talk on, anything like that, I would love to hear it. So guys, this podcast is only made possible. All the equipment, everything is fully funded by me. So the only way it's made possible is through my real estate business. So if you're looking at or if you know somebody looking at buying or selling in the Black Hills area or investing, anything like that, have them give me a shout, shoot me a call. Um, you can hit me with a direct message on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. You can do that as well. Um, everything is at Christian Morrison SD, how to reach me. Happy to help in any way I can. And uh, without further ado, let's jump into the podcast. This is uh, Rochelle White. It's Rochelle, right? Yes, Rochelle. Okay. I, almost, I think I called you Rachel the first time. That's okay. I, I answered to it. Okay. This <laughs> uh, is Rochelle White. She is. She has a lot of stuff in the area. I'll let you kind of say what you do. But uh, I wanted you on the show just because you impressed me with your events and stuff you do. And you, rec- you used to do them at the mall. That recently ended. Right? Yes. Yep. Um, but you got some new exciting stuff coming up in different areas. So I'll let you get into that also. But Rochelle, thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. How do you feel about this whole setup? <laughs> feel interesting? It's, yeah. She said she's nervous, guys. So um doesn't seem like Rochelle to me to be nervous, but she is. She can just public speak in front of a couple hundred people. But when it comes to one-on-one with Christian in a podcast room, then it's nerve-wracking. Yeah, just a little, you know. <laughs> But and you the, and the millions of model right across from me at the and, table, no. so it's a little <laughs> I'll, intimidating. I'll ignore that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and the millions of people watching at home, of course. Hi. Um, it's not millions. It's like hundreds, but still, whatever. Um, okay, so tell us your story a little bit and what you do right now. Um, so I own a couple businesses in town. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one that we're probably going to touch on the most is my event planning business. It's called R White Events. Okay. So my whole goal for starting an R event. R. White. R. White. R. White events. Okay. Like Rochelle White. Okay. <laughs> um, my whole goal for starting the event planning business was so that I could provide opportunities for our community to connect with small businesses. Okay. I really feel that it's so important for people to support small businesses. Mm-hmm. They're like a small part of the community that will help keep things thriving in yeah. Rapid City and South Dakota alike. So I felt like there was a need for that. There's so many Um, entrepreneurs that have great ideas or great Mm -hmm. products, but they don't maybe have the money to pour into advertising or a brick and mortar store. So creating these opportunities and environments has been really successful for me. That's awesome. It's kind of why I'm doing this podcast too, in a way. (laughs) So that's really cool. I like that. I've actually done two or three of your events two? yes yeah we've christian you've been to a couple ladies nights a couple ladies so. nights, which is funny right and <laughs> he's like one of the three guys at the ladies night and he's been a model for me yeah. um on I, a runway show right yes so my biggest event probably is the black hills wedding market mm-hmm. so that is a huge market that showcases different wedding vendors in town with photographers um makeup artists uh bridal it was really shops cool. yeah and they have really a cool. huge fashion show so um We've only ever had like one in town, and I'm also a kind of person that's like, I don't think anyone should monopolize on something. Yeah. There's room to grow. Yeah. Um, and and I, at first, everybody, will, you know, you hear a lot of people say, I actually heard people say this about your event. They're like, 
yeah, it's their first year. Yeah. It's yes. Like, okay. We, you know what I mean? We got told that a lot. It's yeah. your first year. We'll see if you'll be back next year. Well, yeah. we are coming back next year in 2020. So Good. it's going to be stronger, I'm sure. Too. Um, yeah. And bigger. Yeah. And you know, my goal is like, I don't want people to look at Rapid City and think like, oh, such a, like they're so far behind the times, right. you know, like you hear a lot of those things and I want people to see this as like a show you would see in Denver or, mm. you know, Arizona or somewhere that has bigger shows with higher calibers um, of events. So I like that. If you're getting married, you need to be there April 25th. <laughs> Shameless plug. April 25th, 20, 2020. Um, you can see Christian. He just promised me he'd model for me again. I did. Sorry, Destiny, my girlfriend. But you listen to this, I'm sure. So, um, okay. So that's your, is that your main gig you would say? Or is not, not your main the gig? The event planning business? Yes. No. I didn't think so. No. So that. So explain your main business. My main business is I own a sh- social boutique called um, Styleocracy. Okay. So kind of a play on democracy. I want to have fashion for all sizes, all ages. I um, like it. I like um, inclusivity. So, you know, being able to service someone who's extra small to, you know, 3X, 4X. Yeah. So I think I that's really I don't think really that important. exists really. Does it? Um, I mean – I'm as not a, in the female fashion world, yeah, really. But as a plus size person, I mean, you have a handful of options. I bet, yeah. You know, there, it's not that much, and so I really val. You know, I think that that's like something that's valued in the community and like a need. Yeah. For no, women. I think so too, and uh, kind of weirdly on the opposite end of the spectrum for me, my whole life I've like done everything I could to gain weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no. So like, every, literally, I couldn't for the longest time, um, and so I'd work out you know, two, three hours a day, eat all this, the right food and stuff. And I would gain no muscle, no nothing. And, you know, it's a horrible problem being skinny, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, when you're younger, you get picked on crap like that from it. And it's almost the same in that world. Cause I've yeah, always been kind of, I've always been kind of tall and slender. Yep. And it's like impossible for me to find clothes too. Right. So they actually fit, you know, you have to go to like designer stuff or expensive stuff to actually make it work. So yeah. Yeah. And so I'm definitely all about body positivity. So if you come shop with me, I'm I'm never going to make – I want you to love what you wear. Do you have a storefront or is it all like online? It's all online. Awesome. Okay. Um, I have a website and we do a lot of through Facebook. Okay. Um, if you're local, you're more than welcome to schedule an appointment. Come over to my house sometime. Oh, really? If you want to try on jeans or anything. Um, but, yeah, it's really fun. That's awesome. Okay. So is it through – do you go like through a third-party vendor or do you do all your own shopping for I stuff? I source or? all my own things. That's cool. So, yeah. You like, before you sell them, do you try everything? Try it or no? I mean, you should try everything on yeah. to see how it fits. Yeah. But I was thinking, like, I um, had before, like, bought T-shirts for, like, my like my logo on them and stuff like that. And I was like, ah, this will be fine. And I just buy them. And I'm like, this is the worst T-shirt of all time. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't try it. <laughs> I can and get then, you some made. Yeah. And so you could? <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? vendors. I might take you up on that, actually. Because um, T-shirts material is tough. I feel like if you don't really know what you're buying, it's like you're screwed. Yeah. No. You know and that's mean? the scariest part. I think and when you get into a business like that is not like you order it blindly, you know, you yeah. have to, yeah. it's like trial and error. Well, you know, you drop shipping right us? people. Yes. Yeah. That's what I did. I just did drop shipping on my own shirts pretty much. Oh, and well, it was the worst idea ever really? because they, yeah, because they did. Well, not the worst idea ever. I've had worse ideas, but, um, when you design it, they're like, Oh, it's made out of this material, this, this, this. And, you know, you can do, like, I can't think of what it's called at the moment, but you can, like, see what the shirt's going to look like before you actually get it. You know what I'm talking right. about? Mm-hmm. Look nothing like it. It was, like, all <laughs> off-centered, all kind of stuff like that. So it sucked. But, oh, well, part, yeah. of, part of the process. It's sometimes right? you lose some in business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. So what got you um, into 
first off, what got you into the clothing business? What did you do before that and what led you into it? Um, well, I've been in retail management for like 10 years. Okay. So I was working as a store manager of Gap in Texas because we're a military family. Um, so then my store was closing because Gap closed 250 stores that mm. year and mine just happened to have a lucky number on it. And so um, I actually started selling LuLaRoe first. LuLaRoe. LuLaRoe. Okay. I think I've so, heard of that. Yeah. yeah. It's a crazy pattern clothing. But okay. um, some friends of mine were, you know, telling me, oh, get into it, look at it or whatever. I got one piece. Next thing I know, I was begging my husband for $10,000. <laughs> no big um, deal. Just, I did, just need 10 grand, babe. Yeah. So yeah. I signed up and did that. I did it for three years. Did he give you 10 grand? Yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. Well, he told me if, if he didn't just get behind me, he knew I would just nag him to death until... Okay. We did it. So, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I started selling LuLaRoe. Um, I grew a team. I sold a lot of LuLaRoe, um, which was great. But, um, earlier this year, I decided that I wanted to sell my like own clothes, like things so that, that was, I could That sort. was this year you did the switch? Yeah. Just oh, this wow. year. Okay. Yeah. I did LuLaRoe for three years and then I was just kind of like, I'm ready for something new. Um, I wasn't feeling like they were exactly keeping up with fashion trends or anything. Never say anything bad. Right about, about right. them. I got, yeah. you know, my start from them, but yeah. I'm so much happier now. Good. I feel like I can reach so many more women who maybe just don't want to wear crazy pants. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like the working professional, you know, I can easily shop with me now. We carry blazers. We have nice dress shirts, you know, dresses, whatever you're looking for. So um, that's really cool. But yeah, that started. And so we moved back to South Dakota and I would try to do these vendor events or like shows How long have you been town. back in South Dakota? Um, we moved back in 2000. 16 okay the end okay. of the year okay so um i would try to do all these shows and i could never get a spot they'd be like oh there's already a LuLaRoe girl there and i so i was like no oh, i really need That's to annoying. yeah grow my customer base so i decided to um launch my own event and my very first event was hill fest at prairie Berry, okay which is coming back again this year another shameless plug um what's the date <laughs> december 5th okay december 5th. Yep, from five to eight at prairie Berry. okay so um Anyhow, we, uh, I just decided I'm just going to start my own. own yeah. And drag some of my other direct sales friends who can't get into events either, mm. you know, like LipSense and the ones that are super popular, but I want my events to be fun. I want them to have something that draws people in, you know, so Prairie Berry was great. You got food, you got complimentary loss of wine. When you came, we gave away tons of prizes. We had a DJ, you know, just, it was different. It wasn't your normal, like, walk into um, a senior center, tables, walk around. That's awesome. You know, yeah. I want... <laughs> senior center. <laughs> well, I want my events to be fun. I want people to have a good time and really connect with the community. And then it just sort of blew up from there. Um, I had a partnership with the mall. I drove a lot of traffic for them. I planned mm -hmm. a lot of events for them. Um, and then now this year, we're kind of doing our own... We're, I moved on from the mall and we're doing our own thing in different locations and I'm super excited about what's to come. Good. So next is where again? Civic Center, right? Um, that's a Civic Center okay. on November 16th. It is the Marketplace Pop-Up. Yep. So they're all going to be called the Marketplace Pop-Up from here on out. Okay. We might just have like, you know, in December, holiday edition yeah. type thing. But they're each going to have their own unique things. Um, so you definitely want to come see what we have that's going awesome. on. That's awesome. Your story's pretty cool to me. Because, I mean, <laughs> husband gave you 10 grand. That's pretty cool. Yeah. First off, cool cool dude. And now I know who to call when I need some cash. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just joking. His name's Josh, right? Yes. I'm just joking, Josh. Yeah. Um, and then you, you were at Gap. How long were you at Gap for? 
Um, I was at Gap a little under two years. Okay. And then I started selling LaRoe. We moved back here, and I went right back into management at Bath & Body Works because I wasn't yep. um, quite ready to be, like, full. On your own? Yeah, full yeah. entrepreneur. Like, yeah, for sure. I was scared. You know, I think a lot of people are scared when they want to start their own business, work that other job, and, you know, you're, I mean, what's the saying? Like, um, you'll – you quit your job to be an entrepreneur because you don't want to work 40 hours a week, but then you end up working like 60 or 80 hours a week, something like that. So, I mean, it's the total truth. It's like, I think it says entrepreneurs, the only people that would not, that would do everything they can to avoid working 40 hours a week. Instead, they work like 90. Yeah, it's (laughs) exactly it. It's so true. So I was like killing myself doing both. And, um, I actually quit my job at Bath and Body Works as a store manager last August. So it's been a year wow. okay. that I've been full time my own boss and I would never look back. That's awesome. So it, I just think that if someone out there has the opportunity to do that, you should embrace it. Like, Do you think, though, also you should probably have the other job at first or no? Um, I think it's good for safety. Yeah. Like, you know, if you probably t- depends on your circumstances, too. Yeah. Because you I'm, have family. Well, my husband was working and had insurance. Yeah, I oh, mean, did so so you didn't need your job when in the beginning. Yeah, for like, uh, did you I, need to work at Bath and Body Works, or was it just for your own mind? It was for my own mind. Okay, honest to God, I could have, you know, I could have quit. Okay, there was no reason for me to to kill myself working both jobs. But in my mind, I just kept thinking, you know, oh, if I keep working both, like we'll pay off debt faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you know, or I was just scared. I was scared if I quit my job, maybe I would fail. You know, even though I wasn't failing doing both, I was actually failing like in my personal life, you know, it's less time with my family, less time with my kid. And you you probably would be, it's where you get rid of that job. You'll be way more effective in your, oh, you are your other stuff times a hundred. Yeah. It's crazy. And then you'll make 10 times as much out of that probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I haven't, I won't look back. You know, it's, it's fantastic to be your own boss. If you're ever, if you have an idea. It's fantastic. And the most annoying thing on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. I don't have employees. So. Oh yeah. True. True. (laughs) Um, but yeah. yeah, Anyways, you will. Maybe. You will at some point. Maybe. You'll have to at some point. Um, you'll get too big, but, um, you know, what's cool to me is you're talking about, you know, you kind of like breezed over it, but you were like, yeah, I got really successful in the little row after three years, but how many people get in LuLaRoe or it's multi-level marketing type stuff? I'm right. guessing it's kind of like that. Not exactly, but I like multi-level marketing. I think it's cool. Personally. I do too. I mean, you're going to find them at all my events. I support yeah, I think they're 100%. really cool. I think they're really cool. And I think if I wasn't doing real estate in the world right now, I'd be doing some type of multi-level marketing that I really believed in and then social media content. That's all I'd be doing. Right. doing real estate because I like multi-level marketing stuff. Some of it has amazing products. Amazing um, products and amazing income opportunity. Yeah. Um, you know, I went on free cruises, free trips, but I had bonuses every month. You know, I mean, there was a lot of opportunity outside of just selling the clothes, you know? Well, what I was saying on that is I see so many people get into that stuff and similar real estate and everything else in the world. But you were like, oh, I've been successful in it for three years. How many people get into that stuff and just tank? Oh, the majority. Yeah. 95%. So how did you do that? It's literally a lot of hard work and dedication. But what does that mean? It means getting up every day and grinding and knowing, like having a plan, a strategy. I mean, I would never just be like, well, it was just a bad day today. It's like, no, I still have three hours left. How can I change, you know? How can I get yeah, a my more sales around? Yeah. Or, yeah, what can I do? I mean, and I think a lot of that has to come from like inside, has to be like a want. Mm-hmm. Like you have to want, like you have to have a goal or your why. I mean, they talk about your why. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of MLMs talk about like your why you need mm-hmm. to share your why mm-hmm. everyone needs to know. And like, you really, I mean, I truly believe that need to have some kind of like, and what's yours? Why? Well, it's, it changes. 
Um, yeah, mine does too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's always evolving, but, you know, at first it was my family. Okay. You know, I wanted... Now you don't care about them anymore. Well, no, <laughs> You're too big time for them now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, no, it, it was... At first it was just solely my family. I just wanted to provide a life that, you know, if we wanted to go on a trip, it was never going to be this thing... You weren't worried about the money. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. I just wanted to be able to provide for my family and not be in, you know, a bunch of debt. We paid off a ton of... Uh, credit card debt, student loan debt. We paid off vehicles. I mean, there was, it was a huge like financial, like blessing for us. Um, you know, and then it kind of evolved to this thing where it's like, I want time, you know, Mm -hmm. time is my most valuable, Mm -hmm. um, asset. I know I just said you work a lot of hours, but the nice thing about being your own boss and running your own successful business is that once you get all that established, you do have time. You can allow time to, Put your phone down, which is like 80% of how I make my money is staring at my phone. Same here. Um, And take your kid to the park, you know, or plan that trip and go deep sea fishing with your dad. You know, I mean, those things like are so important and we only have one life to live. So I think that, yeah, you have to have a driving factor behind. So now it's freedom. It's freedom. Freedom, 100%. I would tell anybody, like, I have the ultimate freedom. Yeah. So your why originally was your family. And yeah. now it's kind of shifted into the freedom. It, yeah. I mean, it's, family still is there. Don't. Right. But like but now it's more freedom for my family. Got it. That makes Whether sense. that's financial freedom, you know, time, you know, I mean, I just, it's definitely a blessing. So. That's really cool. Yeah. I think more people need to, um, I think more people need to realize they could literally work. I don't know. Minimum wage right now is like what? It's nine seventeen, I think in South Dakota, something like that. Um, but you can get a job if you have no experience making $10 an hour. Mm-hmm. right you can make ten dollars an hour full-time 40 hours a week and do some kind of side gig right where they're selling stuff online multi-level marketing stuff you could flip stuff i've done quite a bit of that like buying stuff on at garage sales and selling it um you could even go to like um what do they call it goodwill and stuff buy that sell it online and triple your income right but it's interesting to me that people don't do it they don't I you mean, know what i mean when i was with lula instead they just struggle they just struggle they and just they, struggle. they like to yeah. complain about it. And, yeah. and when maybe I, that's what it is. Maybe they like to be able to complain about it. Yeah. I hmm. mean, there's girls out there who make $25 an hour running, um, business like LuLaRoe girls. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll hire a virtual assistant and they'll pay them $25 an hour to run their social media content. Yeah. Like, wow, $25 yeah. an hour. Most of these girls don't have college educations. Like, but you can't get people motivated I don't have to college education, sit so. down and do it. You know, yeah, but twenty five dollars an hour is pretty good. It's awesome. Like yeah. I think, so there's so many I could give a thousand a thousand business ideas to people. Oh yeah, me too. Inside hustles, they yeah. just you have to want it. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird to me to like get around somebody who has like no desire to do that stuff. Yeah, those aren't my people. You know what I mean? It's so well, like especially like <laughs> me. Too- yeah, me and my brother have always kind of been that way, where we've like we were like best friends our whole life. Yep. But we've kind of always like up to the nick on each other. You know what I mean? Like we've had we were tennis players. And, like, we've always wanted to be the very best at what we're doing, too. Right. Like, we get super competitive with it. And so, in tennis, we were, like, we got into it. We had been playing tennis the least amount of time. So, we were, like, dude, screw this. How do we get better at it? So, we were just – we were homeschooled, too. So, we had a, we were, like, let's oh, just play tennis. Oh, you were one tennis. of those kids? Yeah. We were the weird <laughs> kids, yeah. Um, I don't know how I'm okay socially now, but I'm just kidding. But I play, we played sports for high schools and went to all the dances and stuff like that. So, what we did is we just, like, focused on – we could get school done literally in an hour right. every day. So we'd get school done and then go play tennis all day. Um, and so like in a matter of a year, we passed up everybody. 
just by literally playing tennis every day. Yeah. And cross training too. And that's what cross training is like working out, eating right, that type of stuff. Right. So kind of cool. It's kind of similar to like a side hustle cross training is. Um, but it is interesting to me like that people don't want to do it. They still, they say, I want to be the best. Or they say, God, I want to make money. Or they say, I want freedom. Right. Right. But they do nothing to yeah. get it. And it I honestly it interests me of like, how do you change that in somebody? Or can you? I like it just has to be something. I think you don't something think you can. has to happen. I don't yeah. know. Um, I don't think I don't think I could change it in somebody. I mean, the easiest way for someone to to get a side hustle, honestly, is to go into an MLM because they yeah. have yeah. so much training and groundwork. And they a, want you. They are successful. If you're successful. Yeah, and yeah. they already have a brand recognition for you. Like it's it's a great way. I mean, Lularoe taught me like the basics of running my own boutique. Yeah, you know, I mean, I le- everything I learned was through them. Wa- was through them. Yeah. You know, well, not everything because I have retail management right, experience. Right. But like, you know, it was easy for me to leave them and and start running my own thing, a hundred percent. So, if you were watching this podcast, let's say we have one person. It's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> there's one person on here that's like, you know, like connecting with what we're saying right now, and they're like, "God, Christian's right. He's being kind of brutal, but why don't people not, you know, get into it?" And Rochelle did it. You know, why can't I not do it? Which you can, by the way. What steps are you giving them, Rochelle? What are the, how do they need to look for an MLM? What should they do? I think you should find a product that um, resonates with you um, for sure and something that you've tried. I would probably never start selling an MLM, a product that I don't try, haven't tr- tried and yeah. like liked, mm-hmm. you know, because if you love it and you actually use or wear the product, you're going to do better. And you could probably like reach out to companies, I would think, and be like, hey, I want to sample your stuff. Right. Or right. find somebody that it. you know who sells it. And I also think if you're going to do an MLM, it's so important that you pick. Um, don't just pick a sponsor because they're your friend. Pick somebody who has leadership ability. Who, what is a sponsor? A sponsor would be somebody who you would sign up under Got it. on an MLM. So they get a cut of what you make. Right. Yeah. Basically. In the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Down the road. So they have incentive. You want somebody that's good it's, enough to have incentive to train you. Yeah. I'm going to help okay. you and nurture you around gotcha. the, you know, and nurture you as you go. Um, you know, my sister, like you were talking about you and your sister are really close. My sister is, um, pretty high up with a company called Zaya. Okay. It is, it's been in business for a year. It's an activewear company that is amazing. Okay. Um, literally like comparable to Lululemon, like quality. That's yes, awesome. it is awesome. There's only 7,000 reps in the entire country. Like, so that to me is like, it's also great if you can get into something that's sort of ground yeah. floor. You're yeah. not trying to walk in and be like the 500,000th person, yeah. you know? Um, but just something that you believe in, you know, she was a health and fitness coach. She hmm. trained people on the body um, building circuit. So it fit with who she was and her brand. And it made sense for her to start selling this product. And um, naturally, you know, she's a good leader, blew up. You know, she has a huge team under her. That's awesome. Um, but she nurtures all of them. Yeah. You know, and provides. What's it called again? Zaya? Zaya. Zaya. Yeah. Okay. Z-Y-I-A. Like, Z-Y-I-A. Yeah. Zaya. Okay. okay. That's cool. <laughs> so, um, shameless plug, you can also find that in my boutique as well. <laughs> <laughs> you sell Zaya product. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, I, I like to source different products. Um, so you buy it from your sister? Uh, no. Oh, no, man. I Bummer. source it myself. Well, she's, <laughs> she's my upline. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> my sponsor, I guess you could say. Um, so, you know, I, you leave the MLM business, you know, but you don't always leave. Like right. I wanted to provide active wear in my boutique that was. So do you t- still technically have good. like a membership or partnership with yeah. LuLaRoe? No, 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 nothing with LuLaRoe. LuLaRoe, um, doesn't allow you to sell other clothing gotcha. or products if you're with, if you're selling their stuff. So, gotcha. um, 
that was a little bit like uh, I don't know what how what to say like suffocating I guess because yeah. you couldn't branch out yeah yeah that's kind of annoying so honestly. yeah I mean I can offer shoes beauty products whatever I want now yeah make freeze you up quite mm-hmm. a bit mm-hmm. and to do what you want so okay well for some so we're gonna cut it kind of short sorry I gotta go to the airport that's fine <laughs> um, but um, just in closing here where can people find you if they um, want to reach out to you about getting to an event if they want to get into your clothing. Yeah, Where's sure. the best place to find you? Uh, really Facebook, Okay, I, I think, is like the easiest. It's um, my Facebook page, business page is Stylocracy. Stylocracy, okay. Yep, or you can I'll personally message me at, Rich, at Rochelle White, like Rochelle our, White. our White Events, our White Events um, also has dot a com. Facebook okay. page or dot com. Yep, Do you have, have like, websites. <laughs> on, your, on your website, does it have a link to all the events? Yeah, okay. yep. On ourwhiteevents.com, there is always a um, active events, registration guidelines if you're interested in being a vendor bringing your small business out there sweet i'll put it uh i'll put a link to all that stuff in here so cool. you have it so they can get to you rochelle thanks so much for doing this thanks for having how me. are the it headsets great. not too great. bad feels kind of good doesn't it <laughs> yeah after a while you get kind of comfortable with it yeah it's not so awkward good good <laughs> all right guys thanks so much for watching we'll see you later hey guys thanks so much for watching this episode of the podcast if you made it to this part of the video that means you made it all the way through the podcast and i really appreciate that I would love for you to do me a favor, and if you're in the area, I would love for you to drop a comment, share this as well, and tell me who you think I should interview next or who you would love to see on the podcast and learn more about, and I'll do my best to get them on the show. Or if you have a connection, get me in contact with them. We will get them on this podcast. Guys, thanks so much for watching. And last, lastly, the only way this podcast is even possible is through my personal real estate business. So if you know anybody that's looking at buying or selling or investing in the Black Hills area, please give me a call, shoot me a text, or shoot me a message here, direct message. You can get me on LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all those platforms, at Christian Morrison SD. The rest of my um, contact information will be in the description of this video. So thanks so much for watching, guys. I really appreciate it. We'll see you on the next episode.